0: where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell we doing? Thanks for being patient with me this week because of the holiday. We pushed this podcast back a day or two because you know what? Everybody needs a day off. And we did it. We're here. We're live, though. Man, what a recap I have for you. Lots of things to discuss. Hope everyone had a wonderful, safe, happy 4th of July. Took my ass to my usual spot, the Turks and Caicos. Shout out to Waimara Resort. You know, it's interesting when you have to defend what you do on your time off. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to explain it. We've been going to this one establishment since it opened because my father had, you know, I guess a hand in it opening. He that that's just our spot. I, I mean, I don't, you don't need to know the business details in in and out, but that's our jam. That's our that's our family spot. So, anyways, and now that Waimara hasn't or the Turks and Caicos was closed for most of last year, I am trying to do everything I can to drive business to the people down there because they are like family to me. You know, some of y'all go to your damn lake houses. I don't. I get on a two-hour flight and get out of the damn country. And that's okay. You do you. I've got enough delta points. That's how I live my life. I'm not going to defend doing my damn thing. What do I thrive on? A jet ski. Never been a lake gal, though. I'll be honest with you. Never really trusted lakes. My entire life, my family, we've never been into the, that dark water. Now, there are some gorgeous lakes like Tahoe. You can see to the bottom but it's just never been my vibe. I'm a Pisces, more of a beach gal. You know, I used to play Little Mermaid in the pool all the time. You know, when you'd put your legs together before they even had those like fake fins that now kids wear, you used to like put a hair tie around your your feet, which honestly, full-blown drowning hazard. When I look back, a lot of the things like those glow up sticks that they put at the bottom of the pool and you swam down to get, and I had my feet tied because I thought I was a mermaid. Don't know how to tell you, Heather. Don't know how to tell your younger self you were not in the shape of a mermaid. More like, you know, an endangered manatee. That's the vibe I gave off at the pool. God, you remember though, when you did swim team as a kid and then you had your Speedo racing suit on and you had that deep racer back tan the whole summer that just made your shoulder blades when you flexed them as you were doing the butterfly stroke. You just, it popped. You know what I mean? Oh, that was the best. I'll tell you what, though, I apologize. <clears throat> Maybe do it clear in my throat a lot. I got that post nasal drip. It's a summer sinus time. And I don't know if you know this, but since COVID, it's like you wear a fucking scarlet letter if you have an even tickle in your throat. I do not have the Corvids. Everybody in the South, because the barometric pressure from the hurricane, Hurricane Elsa, is just crushing the sinuses. You know, it's like even if you have a yeast infection, something that no one else can see, you left your bathing suit on too long your wetsuit, you were sitting in it, just hovering in the moisture and you end up with the Easter. You could tell no one, but somehow everyone looks at you the wrong way. Like you got something to hide. You got a medical situation. You're trying to hide Kimberly. And poor Kim's like, yeah, I got some monostat. Lay off me. It's not COVID. You can't catch it. But damn, it'll make you feel some type of way. Um, But shout out to all the folks that I met out uh, in the Turk. So good to to see everybody there. Truly. I, I, I loved meeting everybody. And, and it's just cool to, to see the island do well now. I mean, fuck all these, any place that's a tourist place. And as somebody who used to work in hospitality for years, I can only imagine what people have gone through since no one has been able to vacation. So it's good to see my crew down there, you know, back to work doing the most. I will tell you this though. I witnessed some behavior from some grown ass folk this weekend that is, I've said this before. I've been saying it for a while because I've been breaking out of the house quite a bit. People have really forgotten how to A, socialize, be relax, C, function as fucking human beings. Now, everybody has this one older, older lady in their life. It's not necessarily a Karen. I don't even want to put that label on her. She's more of like a Leslie. She's a little bit older than a Karen. White woman, probably in her like early 70s. And this woman at... Had- I knew it was a problem day one, but everybody has this one person, whether it's an aunt, like that grandma that you're not friendly with because she's the fucking worst. I'm just laying the facts down. This woman showed up to vacation with her husband who had, unfortunately, you know, one of those giant, he's like a slender man, but has one of those weird, hard, protruding bellies, which I'm pretty sure is an alcoholic belly. You know, they get the tip of the red nose and then that hard, weird pregnancy shell. And the man's like 72. And he's got long arms and slender calves. And you're like, something about this is not adding up. Like you either have cirrhosis of the liver or sure, you might be pregnant and we need to figure that out. But this woman showed up to vacation. And from the moment I saw her at breakfast, I said, she's going to be a fucking nightmare for everybody. Everybody here. Everything was wrong. Everything with her husband. You know, we're sitting outside at a beautiful breakfast. And there's a strong breeze coming by. It's beautiful though. It, the air feels crisp. It's like, oh my God, it's July and I feel a breeze. <laughs> and the woman's like, there's these gorgeous drapes that line, that kind of outline one of the, the open air windows and the curtains slowly flapping in the wind. And this woman was irate, you know, acting like this thing was going to hit her. Ma'am, it's a linen see-through curtain that is pulled back. Okay, it is pinned back and you've got a fucking problem with it. Let it go. In the words of Hurricane Elsa, let it go. She then lost her shit. Jeff walked into the breakfast area and just go pick up his omelet. He's had his mask on, the, you know, going through the buffet line. He just totally forgot. He got up. His omelet was ready. He ran up. And as she walked out, she had no idea he belonged to me. And she turned <laughs> this fucking woman, Leslie, she turned to the other people in line and said, haven't we been through enough? I can't believe that. And I literally was like, oh, he just forgot it. It's, he's, we're sitting right there honest accident. Jeff is obviously trying to protect the elderly, but that's when it clicked. I said, this woman's pissed off about everything. Then flash forward later that afternoon, fun people from Long Island hanging out in the pool. It's beautiful day. Everyone's on vacation. Everyone's like live, laugh, love. All of a sudden I hear this. I'm going to call the police. Get back. Get back. Some guy from Long Island basically saw this older woman, Leslie, harassing the staff. I mean, this woman was a fucking nightmare. She's unhappy with the towel. She's unhappy with the the roll-up thing. She wants them to adjust her seat to move it, you know, 30 inches in the east-west. That's not a thing. A southeast direction so she can be under the umbrella, which the staff is absolutely happy to do. But everybody on that side of the pool was witnessing this woman be the fucking worst. So this guy basically is like, can you fucking stop? You're ruining everyone's vacation. She starts screaming, I'm going to call the police on you. Get back. I have never fucking laughed so hard in my life. I was like, thank God somebody else told this woman off before I did. Because I don't know if you know this, I'm not really, I don't like confrontation. If I see an injustice, I will speak up. I will. You know, my biggest fear is being on that show. What would you do? That hidden camera, moral compass. Let's test your character show. What would you do? Because what would I do? I wanted to punch this woman in the twat, but she was elderly. And I don't think that, you know, I've always been respectful towards my elders. But when this guy from Long Island was just like, shut the fuck up. And she started screaming. I'm going to call the police. Ma'am no one on the island cares. And her husband's getting out of the pool and his shoulders were shrugged. And he had these weird, long, lanky arms. And he just looked like she has been beating him for years. And then the next morning she's checking out. And there I see it again. She's sitting in the lobby, harassing this poor woman who works at front desk, nickel and diming every fucking charge. She's like, I thought the pretzels at Happy Hour were free. Would they not? I see it. 0.75 cent charge here for tax. What's that? Was that the pretzels? Were they free or were they not? Like I said, we have to ban her from the resort for life. I, I, I've never seen somebody harass every patron, every employee. She just kept scooting around in the pool too. She was one of those where I love to make a vacation friend. My favorite time of day is five o'clock in the pool where everyone's kind of floating together. They've had a couple drinks. Hey, where's that accent from? Oh my God, Nashville. Great. Love Nashville. Oh, you guys, Canadian snowbirds. Let's talk about it. That's my favorite thing. I love meeting strangers, stirring the pot, having a good time. And then, you know, your Instagram you get Instagram friends. They're like, we live in Fort Lauderdale. When you come down, stay at our house. I'm like, I would never, but that sounds great. Thanks for the invite. So as this woman's in the pool, she's talking to everybody, but you could tell people were just floating away from her because she was the fucking worst. I mean, she literally had harassed every single person on the beach for something, asking them, did you get the hummus at lunch? Because I ordered it. I I thought it was on the menu. I asked for it. It never came. And they're like, ma'am, there's no hummus. We don't, we actually don't have a homeless on the menu. There was some like famous NFL player and I don't know who he was. And I'm sure Jeff will get angry that I didn't know who it was. And he was there with his wife and, you know, they're drop dead gorgeous laying out, enjoying themselves, taking some time off. And Literally this woman's trying to chit chat with them about like the wind. And he just looked at, we caught eyes. And I, I said, I don't know, I can't, I can't help you. Mark, I don't know what to do to intervene right now because if I get involved, it's going to end up on the internet and I'm not ready for, you know, world star to call me because I just fought an elderly Caucasian woman. Like I just don't have it in me. This is also my vacation. So anyways, moral of the story is everyone has just lost their damn fucking minds and forgot how to act. And I've seen it now multiple times in person, but it was just this one specific woman. So Here's what I want to say. If you're getting back out there, if you're getting on the road, if you're traveling, which everybody is now, just mind your P's and Q's. Be kind. Remember that everybody else has gone through this collective fucking clusterfuck of an emotional journey with you. And I'm a big empathizer. Like, I'm like, okay, obviously something's happened in this woman's life. But then as she continued just to be the worst, I realized she's just one of those people who's not joyful. And I I don't live my life like that. I'm telling you when a negative energy comes into my world, I have to rebuke it in the name of Jesus because there are people that are energy sucks. There are people that are time sucks that will literally take away those precious moments from you because they are truly, I think, inherently bad eggs. And you gotta just, like, I had to take a moment in the pool and just go, Lord, I am so grateful for this place. I'm grateful for the memories I have at this place. This is a sacred spot for me. This is my happy place. Do not let Leslie from Connecticut make you end up in jail because you broke a neck by the beach bar. You know what I'm saying? I've talked about her enough on the podcast. Leslie is somebody who could really use this next sponsor of the podcast, which is Talkspace. You know, it's like we've all been experiencing going out into the world, seeing how everyone's interacting. And it can be a lot for a lot of people and especially can be tough on yourself. You know, there's a lot to adjust to. The cool thing is I have Talkspace and I use it and it helps me Basically prioritize my mental health during this crazy time. You know, you can confide in friends and family, but at the end of the day, you just need sometimes a non-biased third party to really get things off your chest. And I'm telling you, the weight of the world feels lifted when you talk it out. Talkspace is awesome because you can have individual therapy. Hell, you can have couples therapy in addition to medicated prescription services. You set goals with your therapist. They can help you make sure you're really progressing. Talkspace therapists help you develop tools to cope in difficult times and really, again, it's just somebody to talk to. Send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the app. Schedule live video sessions with your licensed therapist from anywhere. It does not get easier than this. I don't want to hear it. Heather, I feel like I need to talk to somebody. Can't find a therapist. Honey, Talk Space is there. You literally can go. On the app, you can find somebody that is certified that you can speak to about a a plethora of different things and it's at your convenience. Here's the thing, match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code, absolutely. That's $100 off when you use code absolutely at Talkspace.com. Give yourself the gift of mental health this summer and have somebody to talk to at Talkspace.com. Use code absolutely. Oh my God. But it was so great to see people out and about. And listen, if you got that person in your life that you're forced to hang out with, you know, whether they're a relative or, you know, a a work colleague, and they just, they bring down your joy, prioritize yourself because you can't, you're not, you, you just need to prioritize yourself right now as we're moving into the light and not fucking deal with these people. I got a couple of them in my life won't name names but if you're negative nancy i'm not fucking dealing with you and i will politely just put my hand in your face and say no stop satan is alive and well and i will not allow him to ruin my lunch right now at this panera bread thank you and that's on god excited to get into the uh, the hotline also wanted to say a huge thank you there was no card no note please identify yourself send me a dm Somebody sent me the most lovely neon sign and it says tiramisu bitch. And I'm going to put it here in the studio and I'm excited to get some um, video cameras up so we can start like recording these podcasts. You can watch it on YouTube and you know, I'm just trying to do every fucking thing, do the most, but somebody sent me an amazing tiramisu bitch neon sign. And I cannot wait to put it up here in my studio. So thank you for whoever sent that. Show yourself. Oh, speaking of showing yourself, y'all. Everybody while I was on, um, while I was away, was like, Heather, when you get back, you have to watch Sex Life on Netflix. Because let me tell you what, it is not even a softcore porn. It is a medium over easy porn. And, but it's on Netflix. So like, you know, you don't have to worry about, I don't know, your sister finding it in your internet history. All I'm going to say is get to episode three, about 19 minutes in, and you're going to see something you didn't know you could see. I've told you this before, watch Outlander get to like the middle of season one and it will reinvigor your sex life. I was 30 seconds into this show actually called Sex Life on Netflix and Jeff was snoring and I tried to hump his leg and he did not wake up or roll over. So... (laughs) It is what it is. Hot show. Also, don't really know how full frontal peen is allowed on Netflix. I guess it doesn't matter, does it? I mean, if you watched Game of Thrones, you saw it all. Also, here's my question. As a professional actor, emphasis on professional. Myself, I, I, you know, I've never been asked to take off my top, show a lot of skin. So I'm curious. I would love to get one of these actors, you know, on here as a guest. Not even because I think the material is fantastic. I mean, it is a great show. And I actually, the acting is wonderful for the amount of nudity. But I wonder, did they just have to walk in and they're like, show us your tits. We need a, you know, a side profile of the buttocks. I don't know how that audition process went. Did you go into the show, take off your shirt and you're like, dude, you're fucking hot. We also like, and he just offered at the table read like, oh, by the way, I got a huge dick. He is Australian. So let me try that again. By the way, got a huge dick. You know how did that conversation go? Did he know going into the role we need to see your wiener? Listen, I'm just asking facts because as a professional, again, I have taken my top off in auditions and they have banned me from those networks. So I'm a little <laughs> confused how that happened. Uh, but it's a hot show. Summer's heating up, even though we got that cool damp breeze from Hurricane Elsa sweeping by us. Things are heating up on the good ol'. Netflix, you know, fuck, give me a, you just, you know, put me in coach. I'm ready to go. All right. Listen, uh, let's get to the absolutely not line. I God only knows what y'all got into this weekend. Uh, it's like uh, probably, probably a lot. Also the fact that we're still injuring ourselves with fireworks is beyond me. You know, all I saw, over the weekend is this, you know, people getting hurt. It's crazy. It's crazy. You The only person who should be handling fireworks, you hire a guy from Louisiana who already fucks with gators and he's got one arm because the other arm got bit off by the gator. He's He knows, he knows what could happen. People were setting off fireworks in residential apartment buildings here in Atlanta. Crazy. Unless it's your uncle, what's his name? Your uncle Curtis from the Bayou You're not allowed to touch a sparkler. Also, have you guys been following it's, hey, it's your boy Josh. It's your boy Josh on Instagram. He's this kid that I have no idea. It just showed up in my for you page one day on Instagram. And I am obsessed with, hey, it's your boy Josh. I want to get him on the podcast. I've emailed him. I said, hey, call your parents. Ask your parents. They can email me. This is a safe space. Would love to have you on. I would just love to interview this boy. Hey, it's your boy Josh. Because he just has the sweetest, kindest, funniest, most star quality, star power Instagram ever. He just posted a photo yesterday with his very fuzzy, I would guess almost exotic rabbit, Clyde. And it's a photo of him with just says, just chilling with Clyde, but follow my your boy, Josh 55 on Instagram. If you want to, um, you know, have your heart warmed every day, just want to keep putting out joy into the world. And I think Uh, it's your boy Josh, is doing a great job. (laughs) And he knows how to enjoy himself on vacation. He was just down in Gulf Shores. And he he said on his Instagram, I'm just trying to soak up every minute, soak every minute before before it's done. And I was like, that's the kind of attitude we all need as we proceed into the world, into the wild on vacation. Don't be a fucking Leslie who didn't like the linen curtains that were pinned back, not even brushing her shoulder at fucking breakfast. You tell me something better than an island continental breakfast. Tell me, I challenge you. You got a fresh squeezed orange juice. You just hit the omelet bar. You're not even a big breakfast person. But when you go to breakfast on an island, you consume 1500 calories because you know you have six pina coladas to drink by 10 a.m. and you need a solid foundation for that. They have the thinly sliced smoked salmon you get a piece of homemade banana bread, put 40 pounds of butter. Shh, shh, that's me putting the butter on the toasted banana bread. If you do not toast your banana bread and then put butter on it, do not speak to me ever. If you don't like banana bread, maybe you have an allergy, a pumpkin, a you know, another coffee cake, a, some sort of loaf with extra fat on it, oof, you can have 10 pina coladas after that. My girl Lucy has been running the omelet bar down there at Waimara forever. And she is just a staple. And (laughs) I don't know if I've ever said this before, but she used to laugh. She's like, you know, obviously they, of course I miss my father so much. But she's like, Heather, you know, your dad used to come down for a first breakfast at like 8 a.m. And my dad is not an early riser. He's like me. We roll into the breakfast at 10, 15, you know, get the last omelet by 10, 30. She said that he used to wake up, come down, have a Diet Coke, an omelet. And then he'd say, don't tell anybody when my family joins me for breakfast. Act like I never had breakfast. And then he'd get a second fucking omelet. My dad loved breakfast that much. I was like, Lucy, that could have been why he died early. Not of a heart attack, of cancer. Regardless, that was a lot of omelets. So, but fuck it. You're on vacation. Live, laugh, love. It's protein. He was keto at all. Not at all, but still. Y'all, it's summer. It's summer again. And that means hot, sunny days. You know, that also means night sweats. If your AC goes out, forget it. Good thing is I got crisp, cool, fantastic sheets because I got brook Linen, Crisp sheets that breathe to keep you cool. That means you can say goodbye to sweaty summer nights. Summer love and had me a blast. Hey, summer hot sweats, not trying to do that. And that's the lyric to my favorite song. Brooklyn was created to, basically, to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. And people, guess what? It was a huge success. Brooklinen works directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury-level markups. So you get their amazing array of products at a reasonable price. Brooklyn is something for Everyone, for every comfort need, ideal for seasonal refresh because they're launching new products, colors, and patterns all the time. Honestly, they've received over 75,000 five-star reviews. You know I love a quality control at Consumer Reports. Brooklyn and always knocks it out of the park. So their customer service, clearly they get their 8 hours of sleep every night cuz they're a dream to work with if you ever have an issue. I love Brooklinen. I have all their sheets on my beds. I truly truly think it's an incredible product and incredible company. So to give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen, Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutelynot to get $20 off with the minimum purchase of $100. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com and in promo code absolutely Not for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. Again, that's com Code absolutely not. But God, if you, yeah, if you're one of those people who can't enjoy yourself at a freaking continental breakfast, you could feel the weight of the world lifted. It was like the hurricane, actually, her coming in, this woman, Leslie, coming in and leaving was literally with the sh- wind of the hurricane. The hurricane passed by us in the Turks. But we had a couple of days of really strong winds. And then I remember it was nice and calm that Monday. And that's when she was checking out and nickeling and diming her thing. She had three employees sit down with her and go over everything. And I, of course, know these people, they're family to me. And I'm looking like, you guys good? You want me to come arm wrestle this woman? And so I asked afterwards and they were like, well, honestly, it was just like, she was not happy. And she was, she was stealing Everybody's vacation joy. You know it's bad when you're at said continental breakfast twenty four hours after her departure, and everyone is talking about it. Like everyone is seeing each other at breakfast because we're all vacation buddies now. It's like, hey, what's up, Lindsay? How are you? Oh my god, did you go to the conch shack last night? Crazy. Um, did you see Leslie left? She was the fucking worst. And then everyone cheers with mimosa and their fifteen hundred calorie omelet, and they're like, thank God she left took the hurricane with her and is probably crushing hopes and dreams in Connecticut right now. I think she was from Connecticut or Rhode Island. They had a lot of Rhode Island paraphernalia on, but God only knows. All right, I gotta get off this. Anyways, let's get to the voicemails. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503, the absolutely not line. Let's see what you got into this weekend.
2: Hey Heather, this is Ashley from Los Angeles, but I recently moved to your favorite place, Florida. I'm living my best life down here, so absolutely yes to that. However, absolutely not getting up at one in the morning for severe weather. I took a job here because your girl wanted the Florida lifestyle, and it's been great. But I'm a news reporter, so every time the weather gets crazy, the stations send us out to the areas affected so we can tell people how bad it is while getting pounded by wind and water and letting the makeup run down our faces. But the best part is my boss just texted me. I have to be in the work at 2.45 in the morning tomorrow for Tropical Storm Elsa. So just wanted to let you know as I got ready for work in the early hours of the morning or rather the middle of the night today, I went through multiple episodes of the podcast. There is no one awake to talk to that early. So basically, you kept me sane. Absolutely not to getting up at 1.30 in the morning to go to work. Love you.
0: Ashley. Ashley from Florida originally in Los Angeles. Thanks for calling in. Wow. I want to say thank you for putting in the time and effort, doing the Lord's work, giving us that good news. Now, I'd also like to say in this voicemail, you still had your great, strong news voice. And if you know anything about me, I'm obsessed with newscasters. Wow. Okay. 145, 130 for a, what was it? A 245 airtime call, your call time. Middle of the damn night. Middle of the damn night. You know, there's an ongoing joke that weather people, and it's not even a joke. It's that weathermen, women, they always get harassed. They get sent crazy fucking messages. Like they're mother nature. They're supposed to control the weather. And I can follow a couple of them on like TikTok and Instagram. And they always post like the crazy shit that people will send them. Like, you know, Charlie, it's always some guy named Charlie is like the weather, the, the weatherman's name. Charlie O'Malley reporting live from Sarasota. (laughs) <laughs> and it's always like, god damn it Charlie, you told me it was it wasn't going to rain on Wednesday. Sprinkled for 10 and a half minutes. Brewing my golf game. I hope you hope you get hit by lightning. And you're like, what the fuck? You know that was Leslie. Leslie sent that message. Newscasters, you're reporting the facts, but you have to go through a lot of fucking harassment. And then, you know, you send these weathermen, weather women, or just news reporters in general into the eye of the fucking storm. Like, do you have liability insurance? You know how J-Lo insured her ass, cause that's her business? What kind of, what kind of protection do y'all have? Because I don't know if Good Day Sarasota's really got your back. You know, you always have the guy, Weatherman Charlie's hanging on to the side of a boardwalk. He is actually. Parallel, completely horizontal. Hurricane Elsa, it's hitting us. I'm in the eye of the storm. Back to you in the back to you, Ginger. Always some woman named Ginger. Back to you, Ashley. I mean, have we even taken the time to appreciate our news people to say thank you for going to the middle of the tropics? and getting in the eye of the storm to hang on to the side of a sailboat, you know, and you can barely hear the recording because the the wind and the rain is just pelting their microphone. And they're in like a Disney World Level windbreaker, it's not helping. You know what I mean? But they've got like ice shoes on that you would use to get to the top of Mount Everest and they're just like stuck in the sand, like, I will not move. I'm doing this for you back in Sarasota. We don't say thank you enough. And I don't how do you even regulate yourself? It's one thing if you like do the graveyard shift, right? If you're working in hospitality or you know, the airlines or whatever, and you're working that midnight to 6 a.m. shift or whatever. How do you even do that? If you're on the air at 5 a.m., are you in hair and makeup by 3.30? You're probably done by 11 a.m. the next day. You're asleep by 2 o'clock. It's no way to live. You can't have a social life. We don't thank our weather people enough. My biggest pet peeve, my biggest absolutely fucking not, is any time I would be at an airport and there'd be a weather delay for like, I don't know, a tornado and some. Leslie would go up to the gate agent and start screaming at them that they're going to miss their connecting flight. And I would literally want to rip this woman's collar off her shirt and say, hey, ma'am, I don't know if you know this, but the crew and, and the captain, the crew wants to get there safely. I'd rather not fly through a tornado. Sit down. We'll get to Cincinnati when we get there. They should have bouncers. I know they have like air marshals, but I feel like in the airport now because people are so unhinged, We need some bouncers. We need weather bouncers and just travel bouncers. Ashley, thank you so much for getting up at the Ask Rackadon to bring us the latest updates on Hurricane Elsa. Please make sure you take care of yourself. It's like, you know, it's just Ashley and a weatherman. I mean, sorry, not a weatherman, a cameraman. Again, also don't know how they actually physically record being in the eye of the fucking storm. Also, hurricane season usually doesn't start till the end of August. So global warming is real. Okay, let's get to the next voicemail.
1: Hi, Heather. My name is Sarah. I live in Utah. Um, I'm calling in today, just absolutely exasperated. My absolutely not is being broke and driving an old car and having a breakdown. <laughs> like I just haven't hit my glow up yet, like you have, where I can buy like a nice car, and so I drive like old beater cars. And I have just had the absolute worst luck lately. I keep breaking down. I keep having the freaking lock or call AAA, or call a friend. And I hate it. I've been taking Ubers to work every day, which is getting very expensive. It's like no longer cost-effective for me to go to work, I don't think, but I have to. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just waiting for my moment in the sun when I can buy a nicer car. But until then, I guess I'm going to be paying a lot of money to fix up my little Honda Civic. Do you have any advice for when you're, you know, struggling through poverty, I would love to hear. <laughs> oh, anyway, absolutely not to old cars that break down and just give you flashbacks of like when you're a kid and I don't know, my family always drove beat-up cars. So like, I have like so many terrible memories of being on road trips and our car breaking down and like having to deal with the family dynamics surrounding that kind of Dramatic moment. You know, it's just really not, it's bringing up some real PTSD. So if you could light a candle, say a prayer or Venmo me, you know, something, (laughs) that'd be great. Anyway, I love you. Love the podcast. You're the best.
0: Sarah, let me tell you what, I feel this in my core. Let me preface. I am new money. Uh, Those of y'all who've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know that it's been a hustle, a struggle. I have worked every unglamorous job. The fact that I worked at a gym, still, I, don't know how I was hired. I was almost fired from that gym multiple times. Worked every restaurant job. I mean, it has been, there were times when I was in LA and my car kept breaking down and my parents were like, you're getting no help. You figure shit out. You're an adult now. And I've had people just, you know, push me down the 101 because I had this old, old, old car and I just didn't know. It was like smoking down sunset. And you're judged up because you're driving across town to get to a fucking audition. And there were times where I was like, you know, you'd show up to this audition for, I don't know, like a chicken commercial. Just just a generic, not even like a Tyson, just a chicken commercial. And because I had to push my car down the 405 to make it there, I was just melted. And then I was usually angry and crying and I never booked those jobs. I get it. I've returned, speaking of chicken, I returned chicken multiple times to Trader Joe's because I needed that 250. I mean, I've talked about, that moment where you're just like, I'm, I'm, it's rock bottom. I mean, God bless my buddy, Raymond and I, we had days where we would just eat. We were literally living off Cheetos from the newsstand from, there was a newsstand outside of Cycle, and the guy was nice to us. We would, you know, if somebody brought Sprinkles cupcakes to the gym, we'd go over there, drop him a couple cupcakes. He would then in return, give us Cheetos because the sugar, you know, would make would make you crash. I needed something with a little bit more protein. So I went with a beef jerky and Cheetos, but we would literally bargain and barter with the guy across from us at the newsstand. Meanwhile, people were buying, you know, $25 Vogue magazines and you know, Celsius, you know, energy drinks or some bullshit. And Ray and I were just over there trying to keep our head above water. So I get it. But listen, the glow-up's gonna happen. You know, you gotta put it out there. You gotta, you gotta put it out there, what you need, because I hear you. And you know, my family, we were never car people either. And I'll tell you something, talk about staying humble. You know, yes, I'm very grateful that after. Hauling ass and busting ass. The career is taking off. But I'll tell you what, they almost wouldn't let me lease. I couldn't even buy the damn car. They almost didn't let me lease because my credit was not good. Actually, you know what? My credit was really bad after my dad died. And the irony of it is, he owned like a credit bureau and this whole thing, and he was in the mortgage business. And then I, I basically said, fuck you for dying. Now I'm going to buy things I can't afford. And I'm, you know, I'm a simple gal. I don't wear designer because it usually doesn't fit me. So that is helpful. If you are a larger, you're, you know, you're not buying, you know, a tracksuit from Chanel. But, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. So I've been very humbled. It was like, I've had the best year. Things are popping off. And then the car people were like, you are a liability on paper. Ward of the state. Good luck to you. So, um, but we've all been there. You know, that if you've had success, you've also been at the bottom. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And I feel it. I feel it in your bones. You're in the Honda. You know, you probably have the crank down windows. And this fuckers. Now, usually Hondas last, I'd say 45 years. You may be on year 44 and you see the ends coming. And I know you're working your ass off and we've all been fucking through it. But let's get you a little bit of help. Let's get you that new carburetor, maybe just some power steering. I just texted Sarah. And again, listen, I love helping a sis out. So I'm going to share you her Venmo. You guys were so kind to help Jessica from Birmingham and literally got her on her feet. So I just texted Sarah. Her Venmo is at SJ7. So SJ, the number seven, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. If anybody wants to throw a, you know, a dollar into the Honda Civic Fund or Honda, if you're listening, help a bitch out with the new whip because she's been loyal. She's out there in Utah. They probably have snow in the middle of July and she can't get up the mountain. You know what I'm saying? And I told you when I finally, I finally cashed in some stuff and I got my, my Jetta, my VW Jetta, which is just the, the, the light of my life, my pride and joy that we still have. And the day I got that car, I was driving. I had a, much, I had a 19, what was it? 92, 97? BMW, two, three series, gorgeous car. But I mean, my, you know, I bought that after I bartended one summer for like 5K off Craigslist. And it was a great purchase. Loved that car. And, and as I, I was driving that car, I just kind of detailed. I was driving it back to my apartment in LA to get my new Jetta. And because remember, I won $10,000 on <laughs> a game show. Have I told y'all, I, I was, went on this game show called Celebrity Name Game and I won $20,000 and I sl- split it with my partner, Ross. So that's how I was able to get the down payment for the Jetta. You know what I'm saying? See, if you put it out there in the universe, it'll come back to you. And as I was driving across town, I got in a terrible car accident. I I think my little white lightning, which is what I named my little BMW, it loved me so much that it just pushed itself into the middle of the intersection of Sunset and Vine. You know, essentially Hari Kari fell on the sword and it didn't want to have any other owner. So then I couldn't even sell my BMW. And that was a total loss. And I donated it to Cars for Kids 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. You've ever heard that song? Got no money as a tax write-off for it. Because it was, you know, it was a complete, (laughs) total loss. So I want you to know, Sarah, I hear you. I feel you. You still have a great attitude about it. So if anybody feels like they want to give Sarah a little little hot tip, you know, throw something into the Honda Civic Fund. We're here for it. Keep your head up, kiddo. Because you know what? You're being honest and you're really talking about what's going on. And and I appreciate it. And I'm here for it. So thank you for sharing your journey with us and keep your head up. You know, you got you to gotta ask for help. You got to put it out there. Speak it into existence. I love it. Let's fill Sarah with some joy. Let's get to the next voicemail.
3: Heather, I know uh, this is my second time calling. I know every time I call, it's literally me just complaining about boys, but absolutely not. <laughs> to letting, to dating me for two and a half months Having me stay at your apartment while you're gone, while you go to Vegas for two weeks on a private plane, to then take me to the airport, introduce me to all of your friends, do all of this crazy, insane shit with me, take me to Rosewood, Montecito for the weekend, and then literally ghost me two and a half months later after I say, hey, What are we after we've literally been dating like boyfriends? What is going on? Heather, I'm losing it. Absolutely not to psychotic men. We're leaving men in 2020. I'm over it. I can't do it. I'm about to go have five pina coladas. I can't deal with this. It's hot girl summer. Why am I getting involved? Why am I doing this to myself? This happens every time. Girl, I love you so much. I'm, I'm wishing you all the love and light. I literally could not do this year without you. You're making my life. Have a great day. I'm going to go blackout on pina coladas. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) Well, you had me at the Rosewood Montecito. You don't take somebody to that part of California, you know, which is essentially where Oprah lives, if you're not serious about it. If you're not serious about the relationship, you take them to a, you know, a Hyatt in Cancun. To me, that's base level. Yeah, we're partying. We're having sex. But like, it's not serious. You take someone to Montecito, You're putting a ring on it. I don't understand ghosting. You're just, I've already met your friends. I know where you live. You just said your house sat for the dude. And then he's just gonna not answer. At least just say, hey, things are going in a different direction. I need some soul searching. Make something up. Tell him you got two weeks to live and you need to go hike Machu Picchu or some shit. Guys are so fucking stupid. You couldn't come up with a better excuse. So all you did was just ghost him. Um, I know where you live. You know what I mean? I house that for you. If you don't think I'm doing a drive-by, for those of y'all who don't know what a drive-by is, for ladies, we drive by your house. That's all we do. It's not a, we don't like shoot at you or anything like that. I don't mean it like that, but I will drive by in my friend's car multiple times. See if your lights are on. What are you doing? Maybe check your mailbox. Like it's a, a, you know, it's a stage five clinger drive-by, but not like an actual, I'm not bringing weapons to your home is what I mean. But I know where you live. And you're just not going to respond. Honey, you were getting booed up. He took you to Montecito. It's like you either go to the Ojai Valley, Montecito, and like maybe Miraval, which is in Arizona, which is like a wellness retreat. You go to any three of those places, you're getting married. (laughs) That's obvious to me. He took your ass to Montecito and then just ghosted you. Well, you know what? I've said this before, you're about to ghost him in a very spooky way by having an electrician break into his home, rewire some lights so that every time he's like taking a shower, the lights flicker. Every time he's sitting on the toilet, the lights go out. Scared the shit out of him in a legal way, which is having (laughs) an electrician break into his home when you know he's out of town and just fuck with the lights. Because that makes somebody go crazy. Like to me, that's the real psychological warfare. Okay, you already know he's a bad guy. He goes to you. It's done. You got to move on. I'm sorry this happened. It is hot girl summer. This is some bullshit. Go drink your pina coladas. And then you fuck with his lights. Because if you live alone, can you imagine how terrifying it is? Long days work, long day travel. I guess this guy is a private jet. He's been on his private jet. He comes home. He gets in the shower. Lights. Out. You know, in every horror film, when the lights go out, they like cut the lights in a warehouse and it's like Ear! kind of sounds like a creaky door is opening, but also like Ear! remember when they had the Super Bowl in New Orleans and how the, the sound of those lights turning off in the Superdome? Ear! That's what needs to happen in this guy's house. Cause I would imagine he, he's, he sounds like a very wealthy guy. People just don't have maturity. And you know what? This goes back to Leslie in the fucking pool. I should have pulled her aside at some point and said something and said you're like so that she didn't go ahead and bother other people. I should have stepped into the plate. It's like this guy should have stepped into the plate. Hey, I'm getting weird. I'm feeling weird feelings. I can't commit right now. I got to go. Be a fucking adult about shit. But this is it. You got to speak up. And then you did. You said, hey, what are we? I'm having a good time. We're clearly boyfriends. And then this fucker just wants to radio silence you. Well, you're about to cut the lights. Could you imagine how terrifying you're by yourself in your home, on the toilet, lights out. You're outside with the flashlight at the breaker box, trying to figure some shit out. Lights pop back on. You need to do it so that, you know, the pendants in his uh, kitchen just kind of, you know, flicker back and forth. If you do it enough, he's going to think the house is haunted and that's what he should think. You never speak to him again do not reach out. You are done. You lock it up. You delete his number. You tell your friends to delete his number out of their phones. You block it. You do not reach out to him. You just fuck with him electronically for the next foreseeable future. That's what you do. (laughs) It's called manipulate them. Mind fuck them because they did it to you. You sat up all weekend, hysterically crying, watching Real Housewives of New York thinking, is this me? Am I going to be Luann for the rest of my life? No, bitch, you've got this. Shout out to Luann, who I think said a couple bad deals. She's really been held handed some bad cards in relationships. But regardless, you know what I'm saying. You hold your head up high, you call an electrician, and you do what you got to do. And that's the kind of advice I give on the Absolutely Not line. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here today. As always, remember, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Want to remind you about getting tickets to my shows. Couple cities have some tickets left. We added another show to New York. That Wednesday show is the only show that we have a few tickets left. Get your tickets. We added a Nashville show, added a DC show, and I will be announcing Dallas, Chicago, all of California, Canada, some more shows in Florida, different markets. We're going to continue to add them. So hang tight, hang in there with me, but go to heatherontour.com, get your tickets. We're going out. She's hitting the road soon and I cannot wait to talk about these absolutely not in person because there is a lot to fucking unfold here. Remember, don't be a Leslie, be positive, be joyful. Let's go out into the world and, uh, you know, do some good. And also, if you want to help Sarah out, I left her Venmo up. So let's try and help her get some new wheels for that Honda Civic or Honda. Step up to the plate and give her a car. And that's what I like to hear. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Thank you guys for being here. I love you. I mean it. I will see you next time. Arrivederci. Ciao, bella.